It's Tuesday Booze Day. Tuesday Booze Day! And the tasting room is open! It's the best day of the week you get to drink gin on a Tuesday. And we're not drinking it alone. We've got me, haha, <laughs> Anya. Hello. And we've got Emma. Yay! And we've got our guest. Oh, it's all very exciting. So all of us in the room with the gin, Emma will be able to tell us all and we will taste it. Yay! <laughs> Hurry up and let me pour my drink. Hello. Welcome to the tasting room. What voice was that? That was really bizarre. <laughs> that was my, it's a Monday night and I'm overcompensating voice. But this doesn't go out on a Monday, so you can't say that. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's my Tuesday overcompensating voice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well done. There you go. But also because it's been a long time coming and we've got everyone in the room. Yeah, we were in the same room together when we, we recorded were. with Ben and now we're all we separate yeah mm. we are and I've just got you in your little boxes in front of me in my computer <laughs> like you live there I was gonna say I'm glad that you said the computer bit because otherwise that was getting a bit strange wasn't it? Really? <laughs> got you all in your little boxes oh my little pets in their boxes on the <laughs> shelf <laughs> It's getting really surreal now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should drink gin. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, so, well, it's been a long time coming because we recorded with Ben back at Christmas for our Christmas yeah. special. But we couldn't taste the gin with Emma then. But we can taste the gin with Emma now. Hooray! Hooray! Hooray. And the good news <laughs> is I haven't quite drunk the whole of the bottle. It was close because she realised I needed some samples and went, mm. So I've still got some to taste. So, um, Ben, can you yes. tell us what gin we're drinking? Because I still can't pronounce it. Well, I'm probably not that much better myself, but Zoringer, something like that. Nice. Sounding good. Spanish gin. And I had it in Spain. Yeah. It's the gin that makes you think of holidays, though, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. Like if there's one gin and one bottle from... Spain it's that one yeah and like Mm. similar to you Sarah like I've only just got a bit left because me and my housemates we bought a cheap fire pit so on the weekend we were pretending it was summer so only summery drinks um, and it went down very well so I salvaged it did you drink it with seven up again I knew this was yeah I was waiting for that (laughs) I didn't I wouldn't dare make that mistake twice okay (laughs) I mean I've got things to say about that I don't think it's the worst thing you've ever done because that's how the Spanish drink it so there you go exactly what I said (laughs) so Emma tell us about the gin then what what is it so it is from Mallorca it is um a Appellation de Control A so you can only make this gin in Mallorca so that's pretty cool so there's only there's only a few different ones in the world, a uh, place in the world that are like this. Uh, it used to be that Plymouth could only be made in Plymouth. Um, they used to have an appellation, which was great, but then they realised they also had the trademark for Plymouth Gin, so no one could make Plymouth Gin anyway, so they gave it up. But um, Mahon in Menorca is where this gin is made, and it has to be made there, which is pretty cool. That is really um, cool. It's like Parma ham. Exactly. Or champagne. Same kind of thing. Parmesan cheese. Of course you went straight to those. (laughs) All the best things in, you know, in life. Uh, (laughs) Gin, cheese and charcuterie. Done. And Uh, melted Mayberry (laughs) pork pies. I mean, come on. We've got a whole picnic going on now. 
Oh, now I'm hungry. Um, I mean, this gin has been made there for ages. It's about the 18th century. Um, it was obviously oh. during the time of British occupation. Um, gin d- spread its wings all the way around the world because of British occupying many, many countries. Mm. Um, but yeah, they have been making it there since. Um, it was named after an old windmill, um, which is on the front of the bottle. Mm. I mean, that's all the... When I think of Zorga, I'm like, green bottle, little handle, windmill. Yeah. Um, yeah holidays what any any knowledge why the little handle is it a bit like maple syrup that used to be (laughs) i think it's probably a traditional type of bottle isn't it so there's probably something local to the area i don't know too much more about why the little handle itself though um but i mean if you think of genevas they come in clay pot bottles don't they and that was traditionally with what they had um so you'd think there'd be something around that. Although they wouldn't have been using glass bottles way back in the 18th century anyway, really. So they probably started life in something else. And maybe those earthenware bottles then became the glass bottle. Maybe. Yeah. That would be a guess. Okay. It's going in my glass. See, I've got no choice but to get straight from the little bottle again. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm classy. I brought a tasting glass this time. Oh, oh well done. I'm a professional, darling. I could go in the kitchen and get a glass, but I won't. <laughs> I'd like to think the little uh, handle is like a belt loop thing. Oh, Swaggering yes. down the strip on in Menorca. On your donkey. <laughs> yeah, right. why not? Because it would have to be a donkey or a mule, wouldn't it? For not, sure, yeah. Not a proper horse. So this one's 38% ABV, so a little bit lower than some of the others that we've tried. Most gins that you find today are normally around the 40 mark, but legally gin only has to be over 37.5%, so it is definitely a gin. Don't panic, anybody. Um, interesting. It's made in wood-fired pot stills. Um, so you've got your pot still. Normally, that's wrapped in a steam jacket, and then you use steam, and it's all very safe. Yeah. Whereas these guys light a fire underneath it because you know fire and alcohol. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> nice. But they've been doing it for that long, so it obviously hasn't gone wrong yet. Yeah, it's quite a just traditional way of making alcohol in general. So in cognac, uh, that's how they fire their stills normally. Um, so Citadel Gin is made in the same way because they use the cognac stills and during off-season. Um, so, yeah, big fires underneath, very strong alcohol. Um, hey, they've also got eyebrows. They're here to tell the tale, so we're all good. Um, I don't love this one just mm. by itself as Neat. much as I've liked others. Yeah, it's a bit more perfumey mm. Mm. when it's not mixed. Mm. It's quite oily as well, I find. Yeah. Um, is it a bit like drinking an essential oil? <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> you put your head under in the bath and it's like... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm noticing the looking at the glass as well, you can see like, you know, when you wine taste, you look at the, the legs. The legs. It's got Something legs. similar going on. It definitely has some legs, does this one. Uh, it will have a, maybe a bit of a slight colour on it. It's rested in oak barrels before it's bottled, which might be where some of those mm. kind of weirder notes are coming through, that viscosity, the, the kind of thickness, mm-hmm. um, and maybe the oiliness um, as well. Um, yeah, it looks pretty clear, but there's definitely some oak oaky influence in there. Mm. It's junipery, though. Yeah, it isn't one. You're right, Anya, that some of them we taste neat and that's it. I'm like, yeah, carry on. I don't want it mixed. Whereas <laughs> this one, I'm like, I want to I wanna mix it. Yeah, 
I'm going to mix yeah. it. Mm. It's got big oily juniper, but then there's a weird floral bit as well, which isn't helping, mm. I don't think, at the beginning. Your brain doesn't connect the two very easily. Yeah. Um, there's some orangey kind of zesty bits in there. Well, that's the uh, interesting thing, because when we drank it with Ben, we mm. um, obviously mixed it, not with 7-Up, um, or Sprite, or Fanta. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We... Just did tonic. Other fizzy drinks are available. <laughs> um, but actually, with the mixing, um, I didn't. I didn't get as much of that perfumey floraliness. Mm. Just got nice citrusy goodness. Yeah, lovely mix. Yeah, the citrus definitely comes out with tonic, but also you do get more of that piney resin for me. So I'm going completely left field, and I'm mixing mine with juice. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> You're going to let it get away with that, aren't you? Sipping my gin and juice. For all the shit you gave me. You know what? I'll be honest, Ben. I have fond memories of gin and orange juice. Um, Honestly. So I'm not as against it as I am the 7-Up. I think, honestly, if you'd mixed it with Sprite, I'd have been less offended. But it was the 7-Up that really did it for me. It's double standards. There's no sponsorship deal from 7-Up coming your way. Let's just say that. That's okay. I don't want that. (laughs) So what have you mixed it with then, Emma? Is it just orange juice? Just orange juice. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Quite delightful. I've uh, I've gone for the standard tonic water. I'm in with the cans. tonic. Ben, what have you got? Did you rush out to buy some tonic? I was a bit more prepared this time. Tonic, bit of lime, bit of orange. Ooh, lovely. Mm. I get a bit fruitier. There are definitely orange oils and kind of orange flour mm. running all the way through it. So I think orange and a garnish yeah. on this is ace. Mm. Um, you probably don't have to go full on. Just orange mixing juice. with orange juice like I have, but hey. I'm a little bit jealous. I could really go for a gin and juice right now. I've done it at brunch before. I don't think I've had a gin and juice. Maybe I should um, oh, Sarah, take the rest of the bottle and get you a full English fry up with a gin and juice on the side and it's... Mm. <laughs> I mean, the question is, which juice though? Because it's not specified. Is it grapefruit? Is it orange? Is it it's orange. apple? I've got an orange in the fruit bowl. I could just quickly squeeze it. Yeah. See what you think. Yeah. Put a sprig of rosemary in it the other day. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Herby. Oh, yeah. Mm. Actually, that would go well with the orange, wouldn't it? Yeah, see, Mm. mix, that's lovely. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's a gin. There is actually a gin cocktail that involves gin and orange juice. Mm. And absinthe. And absinthe. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Called the monkey gland, of all things. (laughs) Oh, grim. It's it's a terrible cocktail made with bottled orange juice, but actually, if you make it with super super fresh orange, it isn't the worst thing in the world. Actually, not um, think I'm going to run to the kitchen to make one. <laughs> I mean, one, I don't have the absinthe, but two, <laughs> no. I was completely against it, and then shout out to Mr. Dean Callan came into my bar. Uh, that I was working in and said, I want one. And I was like, you're completely mad. And he was like, you haven't made it properly before. Find me some fresh oranges and juice them. I'm like, all right, what am I? Bloody shaker monkey. Oh, no, wait, I am. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't all that bad. So, nice. I mean, would I drink many of them in my lifetime? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Was it as bad as I remembered it being made with bottled orange juice? Hell no. What would we do with this apart from... With orange juice, tonic. Yeah, versatile, it sounds like. Yeah, I think so. A Any... lilt. Ooh. <laughs> Isn't it just being con- discontinued, though? Lilt. You won't be able to find it anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. What about <laughs> iron brew? Can I put some iron brew in with it? Disgusting. 
I love Iron Brew, but now I feel like we're not being fair to the gin here, are we? <laughs> no, because I actually really like it. Yeah, but would you put it in a martini? Because I don't think I would. No. Mm-mm. I think this definitely needs citrus. So whether yeah. that comes from the lemon and lime in your 7-Up or your Sprite, or it's coming from a lemonade, or it's coming from the garnish in your tonic, you definitely want some citrus in there. So is this the gin for you if you are a lemonade and gin yeah. person? Hell yeah. Plus, oh, yeah. also, if you're on holiday and you're in GT free, it's cheap as <laughs> chips. So, bonus. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. And I loved. I was watching Anya when she was saying that, and actually, she said it without the hint of snobbery. It was like acceptance <laughs> of gin and lemonade for the first I am time. Yeah, we've got somewhere. And learning as a person, and I want to support Ben in his endeavours. <laughs> hey, all lime flavours are equal, whether that be. <laughs> Soda-based, fruit-based. <laughs> I'm also thinking of the other classic Spanish cocktail that has lemonade in it, right? Ooh, could that be a sangria? Oh. Could we put gin with Ooh. the sangria? That could be quite fun. I definitely think yeah. you could. You could also use white yeah. wine rather than red wine yeah. and make like a spritzy thing. So gin, white wine, lemonade. That could be oh, really lovely. Yeah, I like summer that. right now. Nice. <laughs> Just go around to Ben's. I've heard he's got a fire pit. They're pretending it's summer anyway. Yeah, honestly, it's not that hard. Drink enough of these, it's not that hard. <laughs> and it must, I would thought it would go well with the Prosecco kind of thing as well. Mm, definitely. I think as long as you've got some kind of citrus in there, yeah, yeah. bubbles will always help. It's the first time I've heard Sarah say with Prosecco. So <laughs> go on, Sarah. <laughs> a, a Negroni. Spagliato with Prosecco, with prosecco in it. I'm so glad that you also were thinking that, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> well, I've got a bit more left and Anya's mm. not with me. So I might, I've got an orange. I'm going to try squeezing that. I'm not going to add some absinthe. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I might, I don't think I've got any lemonade, but maybe some of the lime soda, but I might go a bit too far. But I've also yeah. got... um. One of the Fever Tree um, orange sodas. So I might I try it. it with that. That could be quite good. That might work. I've got some Cointreau. Could I maybe? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you got any any citrus to help with the sweetness from the Cointreau? Um, I have some frozen lemons. Okay, so the frozen lemon, Cointreau, gin. You're almost at a, a fully fledged cocktail there. You got your sweet, yeah. got your yeah. sour. You've got your booze. Perfect. Yeah, we're just naming things in our kitchens at this point, aren't we? <laughs> what have you got, ben? What have you got in yours, Ben? <laughs> Watermelon. Ooh. <laughs> You're really going for the summer vibes in your house, aren't you? Yeah, honestly, it's, you know, it's persistence. <laughs> you can make some kind of um, slushy type thing, couldn't you? Freeze the watermelon and then mm. mix it with the gin. Yeah. Could be quite nice. Could be nice, could be a big mess. Or you just feed the watermelon with the gin yeah. over time. Yeah. Use the watermelon. Yeah. And then blend it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. We've gone from a Christmas special episode to we want summer desperately because of this yes. gin. That's what this gin does. Well, and that's the beauty, isn't it? From a Christmas episode to a delayed gin tasting, we've got the kind of maybe spring vibes towards summer and this is the bottle to take us through it. There we go. Yeah, I like that. Sounds good to me. With the fire pit. With the fire pit. Nice. Recommended. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, Ben. 
Excellent. That's all right. Glad you all liked it. Although I did kind of like want Emma to just roast the shit out of it. I thought that'd be really funny. But... <laughs> I cannot wait for Emma roasting the <laughs> shit out of gins. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's a stalwart of gin. It reminds yeah. you of holidays. I just can't be mad at it. You just need to mix it. Don't put it in a martini and we're fine. There you go. Thank you for Zoringa. Z- 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 yeah, z- that z- one. Z- <laughs> You're welcome. And um, we will see you, Emma, for another tasting some point soon. Sounds good. And Ben, as usual, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry Ben. ben. Sorry. Yeah, be in your ears soon. You're all forgiven for now. Oh. It's all right. I just keep feeding you gin. Yep, that works. If in doubt. So that's the gin. It was a good gin or a terrible gin. (laughs) Depending on the episode. (laughs) But at least we've tasted it. We know what it is. We know what's in it. Mm -hmm. We know whether we like it or we don't. And that was Tuesday. And that's Tuesday. But join us again on Friday because we will be drinking more of that gin with our guest and we'll be talking about their topic. Sarah, where can people find us? They can find us on all of the social media at Topic Gin. Lovely. And you can follow Emma at Gin Monkey UK on Instagram too and so we've got tasting notes on there we'll be introducing our guest on there later this week and then find the episode on Friday at 5 on wherever you get your podcasts like this one see you then cheers see you then cheers <laughs>